I do, and this is AquaQ with the dissertations for the believability of a sustainability with abilities from a noble and gaseous wit, satisfied with the satisfaction of elemental reasoning of spin and orientation in these matters of charged discharge of information for each and every, and here is now. If energy cannot be created and gravity works constantly, then why does the Earth's gravitational energy not run out since it is not coming from any other energy source? Gravity's constant is known to be near or identical to time itself, and as time postulates itself by the transfer of material between matter and light, as imagined, and as light as energies have no friction and can be operated from far away, this brings our origin to ourselves and its constant and continuation of our spin, from our very electron, and up and through the planet, ionic and helical, and as we continue to spin and offshoot energies and transferences and draw in from our core while simultaneously emanating, we provide and what is provided is this equilibrium in our verses of the gestalt carries us in spatial time which is understood to be continuous and thus is. And in this closed loop, with an infinity of accessibility, energies of the kind and kind of kindness will never deplete, for the purposes of participation of all systems rely on the very physics which operate all material and optionally, light itself. More can be observed on a semi-regular basis at AquaQ Labs, a subtext. Peace plus love from slash Sanfansco slash AquaQC3W why can we not live on the sun? Even those astral sometimes material or light, the sun's energy is required to be requited by our matching ionosphere and ionic energy reversals within our planet, and thus, our lives are how we know each other and our travels take us where we welcome each other, and thus the sun is a poorly habitable place, has not been traveled to welcome another on or near around, and so on with that. Sun, we love you, but not to visit. Peace plus love from slash Sanfansco slash C3W. Can finite exist independent of nothingness? For anything to exist it must be comparable, and thus nothingness is just that and does not exist, and to answer your question of finite, is only as material witness to what I available to view as a continuity of the nonness. In other words the ending portion which is only observable to the extent where the observer has just and given up towards the transition of energies for which the infinite is the continuum in continuation. Peace plus ever and ongoing love from slash Sanfansco slash AquaQC3W edition not it is to be found at aquaclabs.com smile. Why is it cooler in the deep underground than on the surface? Surface heat comes from the sun, but where does the cool temperature originate? The offset of our sun's ability to heat the surface and the same from the core of our planet, meeting at some crust high levels in between, is where the temperature is temperate for humans, beneath less or so, and so the cooling is in fact both the absent of light, not only carried on with our oceans as a fixture of temperature deep below the levels that humans survive. Well that's mostly it I think. The oceans cool our planet and keep the deep levels cool, and while under pressure, while water does not pressurize itself, the weight of water as a surrounding mass, keeps a steady cold hand on the plate tectonics and likely is siphoned into the planet to further provide a vein for cooling. Hum. Importance of environmental conservation? It's our very nature too. 
naturally provide as life what materials are required for ourselves and our like and kind, as well as a set of instructions to say, roadmaps as to our successes which can be replicated when cleaned and followed, thus reciprocating for the all who participate. Our short story involves a caterpillar and as well its mate and also the organisms which provide the returning nutrients to the soil and very plant which our caterpillar sits and eats atop and discovers his place in his lifetime amongst the lifetimes of others in likened kind. The importance should be and is obvious in all aspects, and noted by our divide of physics, chemistry, and all the sciences, and when combined as a simple observable actionable sequence of life and livelihood, the well and well off and on and on again make and keep this discovery in their successes as they proceed with the furthering of the creation of life, and that is our survival, at the very least and only what is actually required for this whole spherical thinking to work is a process of processes, and they carry us and we carry on with and for it, life itself. More can be read about our character, the caterpillar and his apparent appearance within this associated podcast from AquaQ Labs, a subtext via this direct link, Ecosystemics. Peace plus love from slash sentenceco slash aquaqc3w. How did we transition from living in the ocean to coming on land? I would imagine, that if life began from space, as our planet is spatial so very likely our material stems from that origin, and so with 75% water and like in our bodies of humanity are also thus. I kind and think along the lines of the primordial soup which was not like an ocean at all. But more to your point, have we ever left the ocean? In totality with our 75% water, and salted electrolytically at that, we are much like an ocean, however warm-blooded and seeking the core of the earth as we travel in globule fashion spinary towards the planet and the warmth of the sun. Our transition does not even include the ocean per se, as we are buoyant and can't digest seawater nor live in its below temperate temperatures and while soaking our semi-permeable skin in its brine. And so, I may be way off on a time basis of discovery, but for what is human we know, and to further suppose your questioning, any portion of our being which enjoys a beach, enjoys land, as we do, and a deep seeding in the ocean would likely put us on at the surface where ne'er could be done for our livelihood in a far off and away setting as a whale might enjoy. To be eaten perhaps, as any of us trying to live in those climates would find, and fast. So heady perhaps elements of life which have been discovered, only provide the observability of what successes has worked in all lives and is compared with genetic material, may indicate a base level of encoding which is not fully understood although likely is a simple map of our place of origin and the paths and hurdles are simplistic gestures more likely, and our continuation in the abstract of life which exists simultaneously all across the planet, as a sort and sorted astral imagination and cross-breathing of ideas. I don't believe man looks to the deep sea for thought, as I believe water itself as well as the facing downward to do so would be offsetting of our light bearings of motion and so very little could be built as homogenic and substantively cohesive as living progress in those directions. And a bit more of that can and should be discovered at AquaQ Labs, a subtext. With peace plus love C3W. How are dust bunnies formed? And if they're dust bunnies, why aren't they layers of hardened dust? How do they become so cottony soft? Static electricity. The dust is mited, 
a bit whirly in the strands in the air collect a static charge from the air to ground. For the same reason, as formed from above ground at some level, they drop and collect a charge, and as they fall or collect on one another, this charge creates a fluffery because the strands surrounding a speck of dust are so slight, and eaten in a regular pattern by mites. Enjoy your dust. They do. AquaQ. AquaClabs.com Why is experiment necessary for theory? Try all you want to get it on the first try. Your thinking or idea of a working system will readily be tested by anybody, and so that starts with you, if you wish to name the theory and participate with the word, as part of the described scientific method. This is not to say that truth cannot be known, see the double negative, I hate that, but anyway, to be testable within the realms of science, they must chart and be available to the means in which our sciences operate as each and as the many. Further. Experimentation, since you asked, must follow that order of a hypothesis at first, and not a random experimentation in which you discover something random to describe as truth, and in this manner utilizes the brain and our knowledge of all the systems we practice in our profession to learn and be learned, etc. within these systems, and further indicates to us the good measure, literally, as confirmation of our ability to perceive truth reciprocally for truth itself in these many systems which operate for us to perceive. Good system, eh? It very likens nature, in which a desire for action is taken and the results provide an immediate actionary correlation in spatial materials and partial observability to the effects to be utilized justly. The keyed up shot is choice, of course. Hence our need to declare our intentions within science to proceed with the signage and paperwork of and about it. Peace plus love What are considered good deeds? It is likely, as likened by the promotion of another for all the likeness of oneself and another observable aspects for and about the it, which is our deed but also the success of a deed to be complete and within a physics which equals the perception of the word, as also observable, which is included as per above. This description is much in alike life's natural and abilities to proceed in reciprocality, which provides our energies to and for another and for the parties to party on and on, forward and in reversal which is also forward towards others. And this is how an atom works, and why we spin it all. Peace plus love, from slash senfansco slash, AquaQ Labs, a subtext. AquaQ C3W. What is the difference between truth and dialectics? Funny, you should ask. A difference is exacting in what a dialectic is, wherein truth is the absolute you intend to reason yourself into, perhaps easily, or more likely with a fervor which provides for your desires for your abilities and means to perhaps argue and win, or perhaps initially to define and describe your own methodology to be followed, as a linguistic elegance of nature. Natural is in language, and although discoverable, one may find our positioning for truth at some angles, are disclosed in language with our many meanings for the same word, and as inflected and placed and paused, indicates the direction and parties involved in the truer forms, as believed, and indeed as natural in as capable truths in those moments, although further in time these may prove and disprove by further altering the orientation of the observable components for the truth one wishes to describe or begin detailing it to a degree which is simplistic not no longer suffices. And so, you find yourself here, and in the future you may be tends to know that you've passed to past and presently, 
may be a new gifted wink for you and others to chatter over and discover the only absolute, which is the carrying on from such matters as discovers and discoverable, and forward in that thinking, and precise as naturally able to be chemically understood and in a natural setting such as known to our consciousness, as we operate it ourselves and with that bit of non-observance, which is needed for the UN altering dissemination of our closet and proximity of truth to allow nature to continue its function, as life worth living. More on and about chatterings found here, and at AquaQ Labs, a subtext. In further, even fictional writings which mimic truth as near as my willingness to lay characters down to a spinny or believe thing and send it into space, AquaQ. Why are all viruses parasites? Viruses utilize in a fashionable means to solely produce for its own kind, narrow thought or action to be reciprocal for a system, and justly so as physics of our bodies is concerned, as we are for our bodies, and other like bodies and kind are kind to us. Viruses are not our right and out, as we propose for them, sneeze, and on to another perhaps, see? Using our own mode of a savior to further itself on another, foolery and time again. To give anything to a virus is to be taken by this very fashion which helps and proves itself, which by design is our ability to discover and rid ourselves of it, and because its only reciprocality is in this matter, it carries on and we carry on with the behavior of being at each other, and that is in actuality what it desires, to be at literally our throats, as an entry and exit point, and laughable, even to that point, if a virus does even learn to read vocal cords, it may attempt to convince even own own subconscious, that it's in and of itself, a pretty good idea, and that perhaps with luck it'll all work out, of course meaning in the mean part of itself meant to be and get its way and your way is, out, which it believes you want, as it see itself as reciprocal to yourself, without the very concept that is is different, as it has no perspective on systems of living to maintain its own body by any means, and never will, because it sucks at it and us, and we suck at it too, which is probably how it learned that in the first place, and first serve everything and carry it only as far as its inability to be successful, and it is successful, and so that particular reasoning for itself, carries on and on and on. Dissertations continue at Aqua Q Labs, a subtext. Peace plus love. What will happen in society without science and technology? As both science and technology exist and have existed in societies for many years, you must be indicating a backwards traveling wherein we suddenly believe that a belief and its accompanying actions no longer exist or are workable. So we start with technology, as this makes a lot of people upset due to its dissemination beyond the timelines of nature, applied to many and sometimes all aspects of living for the many, as not yet understood, and in very often cases encased in deep and glued plastic and capped with the insignia of a corporate wealth not to be trusted much across the country of origin, if even that. So further, we look at technology, perhaps as an extension of sciences, where of course science is required to replicate a technology such that can be used with any degree of well usability. And so intertwined may be those who wish to dissolve one and thus the other with their forward procession of backward compatibility in their resolve to do so, and thus here is the crux. Those that didn't learn it in the first place, are subject to another predisposition to discount any availability from the onset of another, and this very obvious non-discourse can never be backed up, and turns and turns on itself as only enforceable by might. 
and mightier, dark clouds and unwieldy wieldment of an armory of nonsensical movement of arms, upwards very likely which naturally indicates the only direction they care and ask without a recording and process to process the results. And as each individual discounts the markup markings of each other's successes, we find near each other or any mapping. And this continuation, to answer your questioning fully, leads to many becoming said leader in the wildlings he or their group can devise a means to fool and mask the physics with irony these days, in technology, used to spread masses of disinformation, not for the disinformation itself, but the vastness of variety of nonsensical thinking which goes on, including the images and soliality of a concept in random space-time, as our brains are now accessed, by the technology that we possess and possesses us, at a cost and costing us, and like an akin without a family fond, and etc. So we're left then with our continued distrust further, of technology as it's betrayed us as we see it, and there goes our society. It's odd that you ask such a question, as science at many points in the successive living has been absolute and proven to provide, and even as recently as science is used to market dog food to perhaps dogs watching televisions themselves. It is still accurate in its methodologies and thus produces the results we put into it, as a workable system. And technology, well, as stated above, has been put into the hands of the many at a high cost to themselves, and the others who are wielded against, for example our internet at large, which briefly was an observation of how a system operates, as Unix from the 1970s, even down to file permissions which indicated our perception of how natural beings interact, and how our networks and file systems mimic our own brains and natural societies themselves. The further grief is that we dumb down systems so that we could dumb down people, or provide the word smart a simple dollar cost to any participant who wished to be. And hence, they displace themselves and the others. And that is a natural reciprocality at work. And it continues to work in a suck and suck fashion. And when two people suck, it just doesn't work out at all, and so that goes and is likely likened to the smart party, doesn't matter which is actual, jumping out of a rowboat, and leaving the other party scattered around with either a boat or an oar, and deciding how to survive with the remainder of unusable material in their uncertain location in spatial time. And hence, this had been a bit and about the writings from Aqua Q Labs, a subtext. Peace. If kinetic energy is converted to thermal energy upon impact, how many times do you need to slap a chicken to be able to cook it? I think you'd prefer a quick rubbery, that is to rub, and use a friction, unless you intend to tenderize the chicken at first, and to joke. It depends how flat the chicken is, and also how alive it is, whether warm or cold etc. But I could imagine, and also it's your material if you chose the friction route, although also consider the roughness which would tear apart the very chicken. So perhaps, you also consider the waste, or in our case, a chicken nugget. And onward this thinking continues, but I gesturally conjecture that there is no kinetic energies to be solely utilized in cooking a chicken to the 165 some odd degrees required to be eatable for a human. Well and even rarely said to that point. It is now known to be true on Twatra's smile. Why couldn't God just kill Satan? Oh zero, good one, get it? Well, as in wellness, the speed at which life carries on is the exacting needs to provide for life itself, in its totality as a continuous system, and so, 
Satan exists to expedite itself sometimes as unnoticed, and enough so in facts that provide only a partial view if only that which is seen on a surface temperature, of which temperature is indeed utilized as in our friendly so snake, as depicted, and as like, any reflection of non-magnetic silver no less, further depicts only an image, and not an astral sensory unless as projected from an interior and outwards to those willing to observe those particular angles of imagery. This is straying from the point, and to your question, far removed is again your answer, and given the nature involved, and thus choice. Life chooses to not destroy matters of further choice, unless not deft enough to cause destruction itself outside of the laws of physics. More P.S. on the projected non-observance of said latter creature and creaturities, tied to themselves and their means to enforce their own rules out of fear of their own necks, we find, and find them quite and easily, and there are so many of them, at least the unsuccessful are willing to adopt and allow others their options to further do so, that anyway, death is not an option for an entirely of sometimes always some ways or another, and our furthering option on the matters involved are to utilize our primary and light energies, directed towards those with a means to reciprocate that light, as light given to the shadows lead to an only and luckily temporary displacement and amazement of anybody caring to look into those shadows, and however magnificent the spectacle, the powers which drive life and light are simply not available for the long-term sustenance of even our planetary systems, and further any observance in a manner corollary to a pure utilization with observance and without a dissemination of the properties of living, and to be specific, a specified cancelling of messaging in a language designed and maintained to zero out energies, and thus not carry any messaging of a natural form of life, and still somehow carry the matters and matter only which contains a possibility of death, and however one may believe in their allegiance to one side or the other, the temperate goes on, and with any fervor of excitement leads the possibility of the luxury of one or another, leading to an offset and temptation, as is our origin of issue in these matters, and just typing this message, I can see the acknowledgement of fact, and it has these stages, when one might be inclined to confuse attendance with power, and is attended, tend to power such visionary ideas as pretend they come from oneself, and further may mock their own discounting of such an encounter, and be known that this message is relayed in a manner as to observe what messaging works to dissuade you from operating within the realm of, in this case, the other, which is only evident in these comparisons, as life is one another, and continuing this message is what we are designed to do, and so this foolery will fool ourselves every single time, and the apple. Well they're delicious, and how did I know that? And you? Well, we have a whole, and a lot, and then some, and the opposing forces keep us at opposite ends, with us in the middle, grounded, for the most part and we with our luxury envision the change and emanate the electrics as the bits of light which are sometimes particles, as they bind and not leave us. As the aptly named Adam, in these figures of measuring the successes of living, life's influence on life is continuous and forever, as is the definition of continuity. And just who is the other guy? Well he's like that wolf in the story. Enough of you and as much as you provide for it, to base itself on yourself and your own abilities to just process the bits which you believe are greater, without the full knowledge of what was possible before you learned to forget the singularity which we couldn't tell you about. 
not at the beginning and thus not ever, be thankful for that. How instantaneous a disaster that would have been to be told about it wrongly over and over again for an eternity? Carrying on with this paradigm for a bit, just as it's understood widely, and so as indicative to further my precept that a beginning is only known as discovered, and discovery is the facts of living. We can just step back, if that were an option, which is really is not, but to imagine a snake with a somehow answer, it thinks to the initial onset of even itself. Ah that it wouldn't know it was to ask a question, and perhaps did or perhaps did not. Would it tell us now and could we believe it? Well likely some do, and so this carries life and a lesson and deceit forward, in a matter of speaking. In actuality that's the sort of thing I may have been told as well. However I believe truthfully that those same rules still apply to any system in motion. And motion is what we do. Good luck, and in, sincerity that is exacting wishful thinking for a party and party alone, and wants along, as zero does, and without that simple twist, and the energies to hold that twist for the eternity that eternity deserves. And you can lick your chops all you like, it's simple and it works where we stand, and that point is fixed and permanent in it. Well that would be telling. And in any event. Oh here we go again smile. Peace plus the globulous incredulous credible for the edible, if you so choose, livable lifetimes of these and for the many and more and even moronic by means of kind and in ways, with a bit more of this and that and even and the other, oddly for a time which allows for the benefactor to factor, if not to divide, or if only to float, the decimal point, and on that point, try also the orders and magnitudes which bring Argus halt, and, if there was more, I would let you discover it, wouldn't I? That's just a little play on words. You can look it up, anyway. And with that, this has been an Isaac Wiki from the Isle of Man in and about slash San Francisco slash C3W. question i remember one was the hover the humble Cumble fog, fog with the little ash in it yeah one yeah, was no the ash wasn't from you the ash was from the it has you don't remember that it has ash in the middle of it of the cheese the not, yeah not what, what was the like the classic cheese the one that everyone used to eat that you eat the a lot one that... <laughs> you remember you're like this used to be a staple in, in some diet, some like a cheap staple. It's just so stupid because we're referencing another podcast on a podcast. <laughs> it's like an echo chamber. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheese, cheese, cheese. We're talking with a cheese expert. No, here. it's true. He is a cheese expert. Oh, someone else is I'm calling in. Screw that person. Actually. We're talking to Aaron Atkins. <laughs> I'm eating some lovely blue stilton as we speak currently. Oh. Some blue stilton? Oh, yeah. Blue stilton. That's a lot of a lot Fun of fact flavor. about blue stilton. Um. A lot of places say that you can only make cheese in a certain area, you know, so you can only make Parmesan in, like, you know, the Reggiano or Parmigiano region, right? You can only make that area. The town of Stilton itself, you can't actually make Stilton in Stilton because it's outside of the, uh, the legal county where you can call it Stilton. Wow. Fun fact. It's, I like it because it has, like, a crumbly, salty quality to it, right? It is. Like, it has, like, a, yeah. like a, almost like little salt crystals. When it falls apart, I like that. That's yeah. I like it. A lot of blue in it. I like it with um fig jam too. Blue cheese and fig jam together. Dude, has I knowing agree. has knowing a lot of cheeses gotten you a lot of pussy? <laughs> uh, 
just got me like art school. Like niche pussy. Yep. Yeah, some, some pretty small. Some alternative strange. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's what art school parties are sometimes. It's just, you know, you get a cheese board and some bottles of wine. And oh, you guys are such body. cliches. I want to like go to art school. Do you ever, is, is, there any, is there anyone ever just like slamming a 24-pack of Budweiser in the corner with like a cowboy hat on? <laughs> Not ironically. Ironically, I was gonna say ironically. Those are the poetry parties. It's always ironic. Those are the Why can't it ever be real? <laughs> Those are it's only the ironic. So how is it back there in in um, Chicago? Are you just staying in your green room? You're locked in your green room. Yes, I'm. I'm in the lime box at all at all times. Um, I don't know how to not mention coronavirus. I just didn't like post it up in my room. I'm trying to listen to podcasts and like. Just vibe, but all my podcasts are about coronavirus bullshit. <laughs> Just really vibe. <laughs> That's like the new young cool word. Are you guys not like? Are you guys not gathering in rooms together? Not supposed to be. People are like hanging outside of their apartment windows and telling people to flatten the curve, being really shitty. <laughs> Why don't but, you guys all just gather in a in a space and sit in a, like a drum circle six feet apart? Like a chicken fox party, you're saying? A pig and fox? No, a chicken a chicken pox party. Yeah, like a chicken pox party. Yeah. I, I think that would be counterintuitive. Everybody spit in each would... other's mouths. <laughs> That's a chicken pox yeah. party. Everybody get it. I mean, we're all gonna, I mean, I got a fucking headache today and uh, a sore throat, but you know, we're we're not assuming the worst. You have a sore throat? Yeah, I thought that bad, is it? That's one of the symptoms. That's one of the symptoms. Pancake's got that. I'm not sharing any splits with Pancake. I'm just he kidding. He kissed me on the cheek the other day, though. <laughs> You're sitting there with him. You, you got it. Regardless. We're six feet apart. I am at least yeah, six feet away six from apart. Sam, and we're in a triangle in the studio. And um, we are all maintaining distance. And... Um, and the stage is so far away too. If any, I mean, it's we are so far away from each other. It's fine. We're all gonna. We're gonna run some underground comedy out of this bitch. Well, it's it just yeah. there's just not you know, less than ten people. Everybody's maintaining distance. We're still doing media, so that's good. But I think that we should be doing alternative yeah. media and not talking about that, which is why I was excited about my B movie. Is there any like artistic project that you're working on while you're sequestered? Uh, for me, yeah, it's re I, I really need the, the this quarantining so I can just sit and write and not do this for like an entire day. I got, I got like three weeks worth of Adderall, so <laughs> I should be all right. You write That's on Adderall? Like... Dude, yeah, oh of course God. I do. It makes, it makes it, you can just write so much, but you can move whole sections around in your brain before you do it. That bewilders me that you write on Adderall. That's, that's my favorite thing to do on Adderall. It makes it really like... You just get really into journaling and like you process your words. Your internal monologue is the same as your outer monologue, but it's like documented and, and like more. I don't know, man. It's just sick. Yeah. Did Numbers you learn? To, but you learned to write stand up, not on Adderall. So you have the basics for. Oh, Adderall. I don't write stand up on Adderall. I don't do anything on Adderall. I don't, I don't do stand up on. No, Adderall. no, no, not, not perform stand up. But you, you do you write for stand up on Adderall? No, nah, it makes me too serious. It's really good for like more dramatic, I mean, certain humorous stuff, but not like my stand-up, like, observations on stuff, because I need to be able to riff and be all over the place, so. Uh, what do you, you write? What do you use Adderall to write for? What are you writing? My show, you know, the Edinburgh thing, so more narrative-based stuff, stories, which is 
a little harder to like it's more intangible things to move around like in your brain whereas a joke is just kind of like once you find the funny you kind of know like what parts of the joke it's less moving around it's more just like making the observation in the first place and Adderall doesn't help me do that Adderall just makes me focus in on like certain patterns so you're so what what exactly are you going to be doing in be my my solo show, man. My 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 hour long comedy special. But what I don't I, see, I don't understand that. You, are, it's it's not stand up. Are you going to be telling a story about it yourself? Isn't it isn't. Like, why can you use Adderall to write for that and not stand up? I'm inventing the genre now. Well, because what I said was, stand up requires like to be able to riff on something and be all over the place and look at it a bunch of different ways. Story is more focusing on a single line and then trying to make that line as clear as possible over the course of, like, well, my show's going to be, like, 50 minutes. Um, and it's humorous, right? But the humor comes as a result of, like, story movement, you know, and structure. It, it's easier to, to think about these large narrative structures and what, what have you. Not saying that it's so, you know, complex, but it's, like, an intangible structure that, you have, that exists entirely in your mind. So that's easier to handle on Adderall, whereas when I'm just writing stand-up, I'm just trying to riff on stuff. So for the show, I mean, I, I can riff a little bit already as I'm writing a major thing. I don't have to, like, walk around town and look up at things and, and try to make comedic observations. It's a different process. It's a show. It has a script. It's like writing a play, but there's only... Right. He's the... And he could have multiple characters if he wanted, but he's still the only person playing them. So... Right. What are some examples of this? My favorite is Spalding Gray. Oh, Spalding Gray. I love Spalding Gray. Spalding Gray Gray is my idol. He's not a comedian, but his monologues are very funny still because it's inherent to the form. So I want to bring a little more stand-up to it to make it a little funnier. You know, kind of like Manette, but Manette is still very jokey. It's narrative, but it's still like joke, joke, joke. I want to do like Spalding Gray story. That's humorous, you know. Like David Sedaris. You're really David Sedaris. Yes, what is his thing? Something about Cambodia, like swimming to Cambodia? Swimming to Gray. Cambodia, yeah. Yeah, it's so good, and you can look it up on YouTube's Swimming it's to Cambodia. It's totally free it's, on YouTube, the whole thing. It's, uh, yeah, it's all there, and it's really entertaining. Oh, he likes that chair better. Don't fall over. Are you not going to miss, like, the the practice of making comedic observations and writing it, writing it down? I do all the time. I still write. Yeah, Are you I'm performing stand-up in Chicago right now? Or not right now yeah, at the I mean, moment, but like, were you on a regular I basis a before this? I run like that kind of stuff. I do a lot of like, like I kind of bring them into one a lot. I produce like a sketch show or a variety show, and then I'll do like a fifteen-minute stand-up set as one of the acts, and then I'll also do the sketch. So I, I am performing. Yeah, I guess I'm just not. I, I wish I was more active doing like open mics and stuff, and going up there and just testing out a handful of jokes. But for me right now, like, I'm more focused on stringing jokes together to make something larger. So I don't go to an open mic unless I have, like, a five-minute chunk. And then I, you know, I don't. But, yes, I am and, and I'm not. What about you? Anybody else? <laughs> no, I just stand up right now. Well, not right now. Well, not right now. Yeah. I used to write. But yeah. um, my computer was thrown away by my roommates. What? By mistake. By mistake. How do you throw away a laptop by mistake? Well, my friends, my roommates were drunks, and they liked to party, and the kitchen tables where I had my computer last, 
and we were going to play Cards Against Humanity, so I had to clear the kitchen table, and I think I, I distinctly remember putting my computer in a pizza box. Oh, <laughs> that's user error. But uh. <laughs> it's a heavy-ass pizza box from, like, it wasn't even, like, a good, heavy, dense pizza company. So, like, everyone would know this this empty box should be um, examined. I'm not going to have a laptop in it, though. That's You have to be, like, a next level of hungover to be, like, there's nothing strange about this pizza box weighing nine pounds. <laughs> yeah. So now you haven't been able to write because you don't have a computer box? Yeah. I felt like having a um, a bigger keyboard than my phone helped. Mm. Or even having a, a physical keyboard on my phone would help. Not your size, Pam. Like <laughs> you have a BlackBerry I know, from it's... 2009. <laughs> Aaron, I wrote five poems and a song and two new jokes. Really? Yeah, I know. Well, do, do you write? Do you write on a laptop or do you write on notebook? No, my poems I write freehand. Um, right. Jokes I write freehand. I've been typing. Yeah. Once a poem is done, I type it, and then it exists as a typewritten artifact. But cool. um, the jokes are mostly just. In, I've done them enough times; they're in my head now, and I'm like, ah. You don't, you don't forget them. Like I, I can't rack my brain for every single joke I've ever done. I still have to make like a set list. I, I know I have. It, they're all in there. Well, and now with, with when I perform sober, there's a huge, like um, I see yeah. them. I see them in my brain as um, not file cabinets per se, but almost like those old school when you used to do libraries in the Dewey Decimal System, like a big huge box of them yeah. of like things of cards, and like I can sort of like stand in front of that object and open it up and I can see things in the files and they all the different little uh, categories have different like one of them's cat jokes one of them's Jesus jokes and it's not like I really have this it's just in my brain but I have the ability even if I'm standing on stage I have the ability to be at that part of my brain and pull these things out that, and like look at them that that um, image that you're painting Hi. right now was put in a movie with Oprah in it what yeah, and it's a kid's movie called uh, <gasps> The House with the Clock in Its Wall. I don't know if I've ever seen that, but maybe I did. Maybe I saw it as a kid and it just stuck and with me. Most houses have clocks on their wall. In, in the wall. In the wall. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and left houses, that's a less common. This just came out, like, last year. And um, it's a brand new Oprah movie. So well, you, di- you didn't see it as a kid. Okay, well then I didn't. I just, that's just the, that's the way I memorize that's the way I memorize comedy is that I, and mm. I have, I have other like index things with stories on them and stuff. I have a lot of memorized stories and stuff. So, but that's how that's I think good. of it. It's a, it's my little mnemonic device in my own head, but it's not mnemonic because that would deal with letters. That's an, ins- that's an insane, like have that much control over your memory. Like I don't have that much. I feel really forgetful. Fools always come up to me and tell me about shit that I did. I'm like, I just gotta take your word for it. It's mm-hmm. like two years ago. Yeah, hey, uh, what are the other comics in in your town doing right now? Honestly, I, I'm getting a lot of texts from like producer friends of mine that are really eager to be like to seek just like a business opportunity and do like live stream comedy ah. more. And like, word. It might literally, it might be illegal in a couple of weeks, you know? 
like dozens of more than ten people or so. But I mean, we'll try to figure something out. I, I think most people there's like a there's, this is just staying inside of quarantining. There's like a bunch of GoFundMe pages for service industry workers and. Uh, what I've seen from the Bay Area Comedy Network Facebook page, it's pretty much the same as like what we're doing here in Chicago. So not too much different. Yeah, everything's shut down. Are you making any TikTok? We were thinking about staging some TikTok videos at Mutiny and putting laugh tracks oh, behind the jokes yeah. and just putting out these. You gotta little... face conflict, like a, like a like a street fight or something. But like doing <laughs> doing Corona jokes. I know we said we weren't going to talk about it, but if 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 Corona jokes were getting out right now then people would be like, where the fuck are those coming from? Like, how are they doing that? Especially if you do relevant stuff from the past few days. What do you mean, how are they making corona jokes? Well, no one else is. Like, is anyone making corona jokes? Probably on the Yeah, lots of people. All on Twitter, bro. Every podcast. But what's not, what's happening on Reddit? <laughs> I remember that Aaron loves Reddit. <laughs> I love Reddit. <laughs> uh, well, love Reddit? it's like coronavirus <laughs> sounds a lot like... Uh, Mexican alcoholism. That's, uh... <laughs> it's... Uh, uh, I came up to right now. Wow, so. that's <laughs> No, you're killing here. The audience is Thank laughing. Thank you. But just hearing the... Is that, is that an internet thing, thing, or did you write that? I'm one of those comics that calls in and does a full set to an empty room while and goes out to smoke for a second. <laughs> yeah, we do shit like that here, sure. <laughs> I mean, on your on your end, you're fucking killing. You got no idea, right? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna put laugh tracks. I really like that Canadian girl set. She did some really fucked up shit. It's great because people like filed in during her extremely vulgar set, sat down and like looked at their phones, and just over time, slowly started to realize that she's saying some, yeah, that she's saying. Lizzie Stanton. He's talking about Lizzie Stanton. Lizzie Stanton. When she called in, oh. and she did a set. And everybody went outside to smoke. And then... Oh, and she didn't... It, it no. was almost better that way. Because people came in, sat down, and then, like, perked their heads up when they heard, like, Osama bin Laden? <laughs> or, like, did they, did they Did they listen to her set? Yeah, some people did. Yeah. So, I liked it. It's on, the, it's on the podcast. It's on the um, archives. You can go to oh, the yeah. Comedy Festival 2020, and there's... Like fifty podcasts there, and the ones at the top are all very funny, and you know they Have are. You go down to they less funny. No, no, all of them are funny. I just haven't listened to all of them yet, but I'm, you know, I'm picking and choosing the ones I want to listen to first. Um, and then I've been listening to them, and I'm, I'm impressed actually, on multiple levels for different reasons. But we're keeping it open. MutinyRadio.fm. Press the donate button on the side of the website. Oh yeah, what an amazing space. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed to go out and get cheese. That's exciting. You hang up those photos? Yeah. Oh yeah, did you put up the picture? Did you get did you get them home? Yeah, they're they're up on my wall. Awesome. I fucking I put them up and, and fools are giving me shit being like this sucks. Like why is he so emo? And I'm like, because you just don't understand what it means to be emo, though. So that's a very privileged thing to say. I can vibe with this that. Yo, Aaron, let me ask you a question. Have those what? have those photos on your wall? Have they gotten you any pussy? <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. You're I, lying. I actually, I, I actually got Elio a couple of days ago because I was like, I was I was with one of my bros and I was like, 
goes, ah, do you know Lil Gang? He was like, nope. And I was like, word. Then I listened to Visions of Gideon on the train home. Oh. <laughs> Are you even Gideon? a little gay? That's a really yeah. cute question. Oh, that's so darling. Are you even a little gay? Oh, I love it. Dude, you didn't nah. ask me that question. What the fuck? I didn't get any pussy, no. There you go. I'm getting bussy, which is butt pussy. You're getting bussy? All right, my man. That's good. You're getting bussy. <laughs> Wait, they do that instead of regular? Yeah, you want to yeah. try it later? <laughs> It's Have not gay if I'm like, fucking you. From your butthole to your ball cap, you got like a little steam. Yeah, yeah, the, the Grendel or the Gooch. Though? Yeah. What's going to happen what to the porn that? industry? Are they going to keep filming or are we going to have to turn Mutiny Radio into a studio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can make a lot of extra cash like that. There is no I can, I, am I a real stepmom or am I just a really good actor? <laughs> I bet there are some really artistic porn directors in San Francisco. Sure. Gay porn, the budget's pretty nice. There's, have you seen those Vixen ones? Those ones are like, damn. Vixen does gay porn too? I think they do. I, I can't say that I've ever seen any, but I would assume they do. Like like you, like you, a strong assumption on your end? Like you're, like you're really sure? Yeah. Like a very strong assumption. But you've never, but you've never seen them, but it's strong. It's a hard position to say, man. Okay. All Sam wants to talk about. I'll, I'll validate this later. Oh, no. I'll do my own independent research. You're going to do this? You want to do this on air right now, Yeah. Sam? I'll have my assistant look it up. Like, it's your people talking to my people. Yeah. I'm wondering if I brought it. There's another. That means someone else wants to call in, but fuck them. Um, <laughs> I, I can, I can leave that's what that weird yeah, noise I, is. I, Unless you have to go back to your whatever it is that you're doing in He's Chicago. Really right I'll go back to listening to the podcast. How about that? Okay. You want to call in later? You want to call in in like 25 uh, minutes? Yeah, yeah. Aaron, well, you're the best. We love you. I'll, I'll, I'll stay in cahoots with cool. you. Cahoot. All right, I'll cahoot. Who, there it is. who is it? Oh. Hello, caller. Hey, caller. Thanks for being patient. We were on the air with Aaron Atkins. Now we're on the air with you. Who are you? Kenny, you're oh, hi, Shane Kenny. All. He's got the update of, I don't know, what kind of updates you have. We're trying on... Shane, I got a question for you. You know that Please. you know that red leather jacket that you have? Yes, I do. Who's this? Oh, that's Sam. Sam and Pancake are here. Do you, do you, ever, do you ever get any pussy with that thing? Actually, yeah. Hell yeah. Finally. Finally someone. That's Sam's big question of the day. Um, glad I'm just burning in Sam's mind. Yep. <laughs> like like fire. Red all around you. What's uh, going on? What's going on, dude? I'm two assignments away from freedom. Oh. It's college assignments. Mm-hmm. You're a college man. Trying to be. What are you uh, what are you studying? Um, I was majoring in earth and climate science, and now that's my minor because I'm really good at talking, but not good at numbers. Mm. Well, y- y- you didn't answer the question what the major was. Uh, liberal studies, because I chose the I give up major, oh. and <laughs> I'm now every joke I made as a STEM major. So it's fun getting punched by my own punchline every day. But so are you? you know, two, you're too. Yeah. Two um, assignments away from your degree or from this semester? 
From spring break. Oh, from spring break. Okay. And how much because longer? they can shut down the school, but they can't shut down the assignment. Oh. So they moved everything to online? Literally, yeah. Like, campus gym was closed, everything. Like, it's... But luckily, I stole about six industrial rolls of toilet paper before Perfect. they shut down the campus. Perfect, yes. You know, I was <laughs> like, I'm paying for that shit that isn't going to my shit anymore. I'm going to oh, take yeah. some of it. I never paid for toilet paper when I was at state. I just took paper from them because I was like, it's part of my fees. I felt like, I felt like toilet paper was part of my fees, and so I just took enough to take home. No, it's right. funny. I actually do have a set of like nice store-bought toilet paper for when I have like a lady over or a company, just so they don't think I'm total trash. <laughs> so it's like when I know I have a girl over, it's like, hey, I gotta put the nice toilet paper out. Gotta, I, <laughs> gotta put out. Whenever the- I wear my red leather jacket out, basically later that night. Yeah, it's like she'll find out I'm trash later, but let's try to cushion the blow, you know? With with, with the felt of the red leather, <laughs> cushion it with that, like a old football helmet. No, you Wrap cu- it around your head like a turban. You cushion it with the toilet paper that is a special kind. Yes. Padded. Hey, How hey, many the plies? Cool stuff is sandpaper, but it's free. You can make a helmet out of out of eight ply toilet paper. Don't you look like a World War Look like a World War One injured. Do, tin, do tinfoil hats keep anything out from the government? Does have to keep what? Can you repeat the question? You know when they say making a tinfoil hat? They call people keep... tinfoil hatters. Oh, yeah. No, that doesn't do crap. Cause... It doesn't do anything. Tinfoil doesn't keep You're better off anything. wearing a lead helmet. No, Just all is, day. There is science behind <laughs> containing stuff in metal. It's called a Faraday cage to protect radio signals during an oh, yeah. electromagnetic pulse. But oh. that tinfoil hat doesn't do crap because your brain operates on a different series of electrical frequencies than our telecommunications network. See, I knew he'd know. Damn. I love Faraday cages. Good explanation. I wanted to start a business making them and selling them, but people are already doing that on an industrial scale. So, If you can get Fox News to pitch it, I'm sure people will gladly buy a tinfoil Trump hat. Probably get InfoWars info to do something with it. But that's the wrong kind to save the world. A real Faraday cage to be grounded and it looks like a metal box uh, thank you fellow nerd like I, I didn't get all the chance to go in the details of it but I was going over the gist but thank you yeah. dude we should get Alex Jones on this podcast he would do this podcast have him call in have him call in we'll be like we're in San Francisco we want to hear you out we, like because he talks about San Francisco all the time he shits on it oh good but he, oh. But he has some he that has would some... be hilarious if like, oh my god. I wouldn't even want to shit on him. I would want to hear what he has to say about the yes, coronavirus cuz like Oh no, cuz comedically he's hilarious, which is why Rogan has him on cuz it's just he's a gold mine to like No, Rogan has him on cuz they're friends. They're, they're buddies who go back a long time. Like they were friends when Rogan was starting the podcast before he even did Pod 1. They knew each other. Well. Yeah. And Joe likes him. Like he's 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 defended him a lot of times. They were doing the pod when it was a sequel pod. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to go shoot myself later for that joke. But you, Why would you shoot? Oh, shoot, shoot. In the foot, in the foot. I thought please. in his yeah, pants. Yeah, no. That's what I heard. Oh, the, I'm in Iraq and want to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to shoot yourself Don't in you the waist. talk about my brothers like that, Shane. I'll come get you. Do you have? You better do, take you them. Have, you my have uncle was a doctor in the Army. He said that he was treating a bunch of gunshot wounds to the foot went at some point. I yeah, that's it. because Taliban are shit shots. It don't count for bullet drop. Don't propagate the propaganda. Don't propagate the ganda. Don't propagate the ganda. Should have done that in my Gandalf voice. No, no, my Gandalf voice. 
Oh no, this is going to be an awesome time for propaganda because people are so <gasps> bored and confined. They have so time to go down a six-hour rabbit hole. Yeah. So much fake news. Gandalf was the pro- Gandalf was the Uncle Sam of of the Shire. He was propagandolf. Propagandolf. <laughs> he, he was the Bernie Sanders of the Shire. Hallelujah. A wizard, that. a wizard is never late. He arrives precisely when he means to. And, <laughs> and Bernie Sanders fuck. always looks like he's perpetually late for a meeting. He's always just disheveled <laughs> enough that it's like, I, I'm a, they, they messed up my alarm clock. It he does that look on purpose. <laughs> that look gets some pussy in Vermont. Well, he does have late for work hair. Everything is about pussy with you. I and love pussy. I, I love it when Larry David plays Bernie Sanders. That is a, a, appropriate um, casting, I believe. It's like Baldwin is Trump. It's just the shoe fits. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. I've seen better Trumps. I thought Alec Baldwin's impersonation of Donald Trump was very untasteful. <laughs> untasteful? Very untasteful. <laughs> Dis-tasteful? I don't. Sam's a master of the language. Let him make up his words and believe them. Okay. He says them with such conviction. Oh, no. I, I, I got a blank notebook out. I'm, I'm learning new words all, all of a sudden. I love it. <laughs> all the, the the gems dripping from his honeyed lips. So what are you going to do to occupy your time during spring break if you're locked indoors? Um, luckily, we are confined to our homes, but not to our minds. Ooh. So oh. I got leaves and fungus, and we'll... See how far I can shoot my mind into the stratosphere. He's going to go psychonaut. That, other than that, I got an EP I'm trying to record and a longer book that I've been writing. So I got that, and then when I start running out of mind-altering substances, then I'll panic. But, Which ones are you doing now? Um, Right now, just a little in the clouds because I want to be responsible. But as soon as I get the go-ahead to not be adult anymore with the schoolwork. It is open season on my mind. Oh, good. <laughs> no brain cell left sober. Yeah. I like nitrous but quite a hopefully bit. Hopefully I'll have some beautiful tunes, some funky stories, and I can get back on a mic and start telling jokes in person <laughs> when the, <laughs> soon enough. But Stuff. Yeah, how are y'all getting through this? I can, glad you're not letting things stop you and continuing this pillar of culture and society and sanity that y'all are operating. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, like as essential we're... to me is like the supermarket because I've talked more about on mutiny than I have been outside. Oh, so. yeah. Well, I mean, we. I want to keep the phone lines open for people four one five 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 zero zero five one one just so they can uh, come in and the... feel like of they. Of course, I appreciate the human contact. Oh, so. well, that and just we. I want people to like you know tell us what's going on with them and what's. But media outlets are considered essential, so I mean, it's I mean it's saying that uh, the only thing I'm saying by keeping it open is like I don't know comedy is essential to me. I don't I didn't I don't know how essential it is to everybody else. And it's I don't the know. only reason I, I've survived. Or long. or you know what's more essential than even comedy for me? It's it's stage time and the opportunity that I could possibly be saying something that someone was listening to, and I want to leave that open so that we don't have to. Like be in an echo chamber of whatever Netflix makes us think about. Anyway, thanks Thank for calling for in, time. Shane. Thank you for the conversation. Yeah. Stay well, safe, y'all. I'll yeah. See you when Good luck with your uh, school things. Yeah. Thank okay. You. Bye. Bye. All right. 
So, all right, here we are at Mutiny Radio. We had Aaron Atkins, we had Shane Kenny, Sam Carroll. Have pancake. It's cold in here. I'm sorry. I can get a little space heater. Oh, or you could climb up there and close the window. Oh. But is that our ventilation right now? Oh no, it's upstairs. Oh, up window? the window is, I think, open. But you have to climb up the ladder. It's a big pain in the ass. Is that an access, or is that just? No, that's foam? no, that's just. Yeah. We are here. He just leapt up it like a gazelle. <laughs> you know who I'd like to? Uh, speaking of master classes, oh, uh-huh. I'd uh, I'd like to watch the Steve Martin um, master class. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh. comics should go on in on that, says Sam. So comics should go in on what? Uh, buying a subscription to Masterclass. Oh. Because once, and I heard if you like buy one Masterclass, you like have them all, I guess. Oh. Um, you have access to all of them, so why not? Yeah. Go in. I on would. That. But then if I, if I, it's like. I'm I'm gonna log in right now. I'm gonna log in for like thirty minutes, or I'll say when I'm out. They're probably gonna find out if we're locking in five times at the same time simultaneously. I should make. I, I'm sorry, I was listening to you, but then not listening to you because I was like, oh, master class. I would teach one making pot pasta, and I was like, oh, I should make some pot pasta tomorrow. Mm. That would be fun. Well, YouTube until further notice. Yeah, yeah, YouTube my pot pot pasta now. I'm just gonna make it. The people who make gourmet, um, uh, commercial food like mm-hmm. Cheetos and and uh, Hostess Ding Dongs, they uh, they make gourmet and they're they're only on YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. They don't need a whole master class. Sam's rearranging. Who gave, who gave Sam the Adderall? <laughs> oh, if he wants to lay down. Oh. He's a bicycle messenger, so okay. he needs a rest. There you go. He's at he's a rest. He's at a breath from, like, running upstairs. Let's see if he can figure it out. There it is. Sam, wow. Sam, oh. how you feeling? You feeling good? You feeling bad? You listen to throat? Mutiny Radio. Feeling like, a, FM. feeling like a slice of butter melting over a warm pile of flapjacks. <laughs> Is that a Matthew McConaughey? I'm feeling reference? pretty good. All right. I want to do a better Matthew McConaughey. Body. But I think he'd be mad eventually. Of what? Of my impression of him. Yeah. When I meet him. Eventually. Oh. Eventually. Yeah, so you're just making sure Don't that you dare laugh at that fam. Yeah. I had a dream that I was riding a big wheel down the street in a suburban neighborhood and a limo drives by and it's Kevin Bacon. Yeah, see it wasn't even Matthew McConaughey, Which, it was Kevin Bacon. Kevin, what era Kevin Bacon? But but Clearly I Clearly tol- from Quicksilver. From Quicksilver? Hell yeah. Absolutely. I told Kevin Bacon my dream and he was like you know what just do it man but that's i, I think of um Here you go. tremors version of uh oh tremors okay <laughs> putting a 
lot Another of phone stress. call. Yo, Pam, can I rip, rip an absolutely ridiculous fart right now? I won't smell it. <laughs> Whoa. Should have put a mic on that. <laughs> These Colin, pants are so thin. <laughs> These pants are so thin. That was just shit air. <laughs> I, have I just confettied that. I have shampoo particles in my mouth now. No, I don't. I don't. I can't smell anything. You tell me if you smell something. I have no idea. We're infected Caller. now. Caller, you're on the air. Have you guys seen Happy Feet the movie? Have we seen Happy Feet the movie? Yeah, of course. I haven't yet. It has to do with penguins. Pretty good movie. Yeah, solid movie. It is. It's a solid movie. Uh, who's uh, who is this? It's Aaron. Oh, it's Aaron again. Yeah. No, it's not. This is a completely separate adult man. Just look uh, more. I just wanted to weigh in. On Happy Feet. Happy Feet. So, well, thank you for calling. Yeah, it's loser. A, now, no get, problem, get Pam. Yeah. Get this fucker off there. Let's get Aaron back on. This guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> when no one's called. I didn't hear the boom. Beep. We're appreciating your call so far. What are you doing okay. to stay sane while you're locked inside? Oh. Oh. Do we lose him? We lost him. Yeah, he's back. Caller. Caller, you're hey on guys, the air. I just got done watching Happy Feet. Okay, Happy Feet. Just <laughs> got done Aaron watching Hawkins? Happy Feet. That was Feet. quick. That was a really good movie. He learns about himself. The penguin did? Did he learn he's a penguin? Thought he yes, thought he was a human so the whole more. time, right? That was his deal? Did he learn how to surf? Which one is it? Which which? That's not... That, that's not happy feet. Did he happy have a special pebble? One. What's that one called? I, knew, I used to know a girl who liked to get dressed up as that's, a penguin and get fucked in it. Oh. So you're watching movies to stay sane while you're locked inside? Actually, I'm reading books. Good. Hmm. That's what you, good. What are you reading? Uh, reading, um... Happy the Shipping News by <laughs> <laughs> Well, I didn't... I couldn't hear you over Pam's... Unreal joke. What was that joke? Is it Happy Feet? <laughs> That's what I asked. I, 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 I fucked uh, it up how she said it, but when she said... What no, you... I, I'm reading uh, the shipping news, very acclaimed novel, uh, you know, just whatever. It just kind of gives you some, some brain... What's it to, called? You know, just to think about these big, enormous questions. Right? What's it called? The Shipping News. The, the shipping, shipping News. Who's the author? She wrote Brokeback Mountain. Who did? Oh... Yeah, but she's also amazing. Book one, the Is it a sexy book? Is it a sexy book? Is there a lot of cowboy on cowboy butt sex? No, no, no. It's about family. So. Oh. Uh, just a little about... bit of butt sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what uh, are you reading, Pam? I know you're, you're more literary than I. Am. I finished rereading um, Bill Hicks's biography by somebody else who wrote it. Last week, and then I've been writing a lot, so I haven't been reading a lot. But I read a cookbook, and you read a cookbook. I sometimes I read cookbooks like they're regular books because <laughs> because I I I absorb the information in them, and I think about the ideas of the ratios they're putting together to make whatever they're making, and then I think about other things I could do with. Anyways, I enjoy reading cookbooks. Interesting. So. Yeah, and then I reread ones, and then it, like Alton Brown has a really good one. Anyway, what is the joy of cooking is it that one famous? The joy of cooking is it? I would rather read if I'm gonna read like a fancy book. I'd rather read the Thomas Keller um, French Laundry 
book over and over because it's like, I don't know, it's a good one. <laughs> and the pictures are really pretty. Yeah, and it, and it makes me that, think like... he's weird the way he puts food together. He, there's always story in his food. So I like that kind of cheeky idea. Anyway. I love French culture. Anything yeah. that like kind of takes, I feel like cooking would be a good way to do that. But anything that takes like French culture and puts it in that really romantic light, just <sighs> je ne sais quoi. Uh, the French laundry is amazing. It's like um. You go for lunch and it's like four hours long and it's like seventeen courses long and they, wow. it's crazy and then I, it's but it's it's ridiculous it's so expensive I, I it was like seven hundred and fourteen dollars like for two people Whoa. with 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 paired wines and no, I mean the gratuity was of course included <laughs> it was crazy but that was I was at Thomas Easy. Keller's restaurant in in the um in New York per se. I thought it was here. Well, no, French Laundry's here, but I didn't go to French Laundry. I went to the sister. It's the same restaurant, basically. It's just in New York, and it's called Per Se. Same menu. I got to wave at the... hmm? Was he there? No, because he was in... He was in (laughs) Napa, but I got to wave at the live stream in the kitchen at Per Se because the guy was like... I was such a fangirl, and I was just so excited about every single moment that I was there, and he was like, you can come back with me in the kitchen, and he let me wave at the live stream of Napa, and, and I got to go walk through the kitchen and see them prepping for dinner, and it was really exciting. So, yeah, I know. When was this? Um, Like 2006? Long time ago. But the oh. half-life of the memory is still pretty vivid for me, so I don't mind spending that money. Yeah. Like it was – when I had my little foie gras course, this was crazy, right? So there were two different foie gras ones. One was hot and one was cold. And the cold one – they kept bringing out new brioche, so the brioche bread would come out and be toasted, and they took it away, and then they brought back more. And I was like, why are you taking away the toast? And he says, well, it has to be warm so that the foie gras will melt. Nice. And so you can't have cold brioche. Ooh. How would you do that? And then there was a salt well-like platter, and it had like 12 different kinds of salt, and they were all in their own little cute little tiny itty-bitty cute thing with an itty-bitty spoon, and they were all different and... Oh God, it was so great, and they like described them all. It was, I was just, I mean, every detail was just like stupid and over the top. It was like going to a play just for me. So you're vegan now. Amazing. I love, I love foie gras. Anyways, I've bored, I bored everybody. What about duck? Isn't that when they force feed a duck? Or a goose, or a goose. Yeah, but they like to be force fed. I've seen them when you, not the ones. I don't, I don't agree with the ones where they take their flippers and they nail them down to the ground. I don't oh, like that. That's mean. But Oh my god. I know that's terrible. That sounds delicious. But but the ones I like are the ones where you ring a bell and they come running and they open up their little their little mouths and Have then you, loves goose. You put a little thing in their gullet and it's got it and they siphon down all this food and they're like arr, 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 and they're oh, so happy. They run for range. it and they love it. So you force feed them at the end of their lives and then when you murder them their their livers are all fatty and amazing. Oh, yeah. my oh, it's at the God. end of their lives. I thought it was, like, from birth. No, it's just you let them be like a regular animal, and then at the end of their lives, you, like, feed them. feed them a lot. And then... And like, then, stuff-fooded them, like, like compacted in there. Mm, yeah. And then you murder them, and you eat them. You know, every now and then I have, like, these just epiphany moments. You know, having grown up vegan, walking through the supermarket now, just like a regular meat-eater person, I'm fine with everything. But... Every now and then I have like these dystopia moments where I'm just going through the frozen food aisle and there's a Purdue bag of like 
apt snackitizers or whatever, and it's a chicken wing. It's the arm of an animal, and it's like this fucking tiny, shriveled up, weird miniature <laughs> mangled animal part, dude. It's just this. That's just dystopian to me sometimes how our food comes from. Yeah. Did you read the whole? They're so good though. Have you tried them? They're so good, and that's what's oh worth worse about them. But I'm still bottom. Did you read the whole Divergent series at all? No. Because it's all set in Chicago. No, I, yeah, I didn't read it. It's like dystopian and in Chicago. Oh my God, that's so. I was just thinking about that. Wow. Because mm. it has. I read um. I read some read fucking it. John Green novel about Chicago, and that's like. And then I was like, I could live there. Ah. Uh. Yeah, that, and now you're there. And now you're gonna die there. Just kidding. I'm sorry. That's yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm moving away in like three months. Months. You've just been preparing your act over there. Have you done it yet? In your, in your. Uh, uh, I'm on like draft number eight. Oh wow. It's made up of tons of jokes that I've done in the past, and I know that work, but it's. At the end of the day, it's got to be 20 pages. It's got to be like a short story. It's got to yeah. be like a monologue. We'll see. Let's say I'm gonna release it as a podcast too. You know? I'm gonna release it as like a little oh, cool. audio only thing to hear on like Spotify and shit. That's great. Let's say that we stay locked down for the next three months. Where are you going in that case? I don't, I think they would just defer my because what my unless the fringe. It all depends on the fringe. Um, but I'm going overseas for the fringe, and then I'm also going overseas for my college. Just so I can, it makes things a little easier. Oh yeah, um, that's really smart. So I can capitalize because I can tour the show right afterwards, and that's how I can make. That's where it could really start moving. So, yeah. You know, and I have to be in the UK. My but that's what my visa depends on too, right? Yeah. So if, they, if I I can defer my enrollment to like spring 2021 theoretically, but I could not. You know, it wouldn't be. For the same reason as you know, following the fringe if the fringe is canceled, you know, or if, right. it's, po- if it's postponed at the same time, then it would be okay. But if they don't coincide, then I don't get to you know, all the moving pieces to double come dip. together. In the way. My cousin's in living in Edinburgh. Oh, how does he like it? He, he's loving it. He's he's over there for college. University of Edinburgh. Yeah, that's amazing. It's such a beautiful campus. It's right. It's like medieval, dog. Shit is gothic as fuck. Gothic as fuck. It's rad. Well, good. What? What are you laughing about? You are, and just so you know, Sam has figured out this strange configuration. He's like a cat. He's got like. I'm lying down right now. He's lying. He's got this weird contraption set up with the microphone. It's like Uh dangling above him like a flaccid dick. Is Pancake still there? Yes. Yeah, I'm Hi, still Pancake. Here. Hey, how'd you do? Yeah. Doing good. Vibing. We're just chilling. Vibing. It's all going to be okay, or is it? <laughs> this just do TikTok dances into oblivion. What about oblivion? Let's just do TikTok dances into oblivion. <laughs> That's everybody, I mean, you must be in heaven because everyone can TikTok from their room. It doesn't matter. You could learn every TikTok dance that ever danced. True, true. I've only learned two, but I did learn oh, a new God. one. I learned a, uh, I learned a little, a little improvisation on the old say so. Uh, 
I wish I could show it to you now, but you're just going to have to imagine me doing some dope-ass shit. <laughs> That's what I love about audio. I can imagine all kinds of dope-ass shit. <laughs> what? Dropping the gems here, Sam. <laughs> no, so, don't, don't drop the veil. Oh, yeah, lifting the veil, dropping the gems. Oh, okay. <laughs> all of my, All of my repeated lines come out as my diatribe is, comes closer and closer to singularity and saying the same thing in every, in every <laughs> podcast. Aaron, Aaron, check your phone. Fuck, Sam. We can't be leaving out America right now. Uh, give him the... Uh, Dude, IP. all right, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you guys what happens. Then. This is kind of fucked up, but today I recorded a, a video. Pick. What? It's a dick vid, huh? Oh. Oh, you're vomiting. Yeah, yeah. I, I I fake vomited in front of some some, some strangers today. Oh my god! But I, but I ate it. I ate Why? this big. I ate this big chocolate, so my vomit would look black. And I just oh. had kind of like a coughing fit in front of them, just fucking around. But like, they were shook. You what time did you do this, and where were you? I love that you did this. Though. You're sick. I don't want to say where it was. You are sick, though. You have you have a problem. That's fucked up. It was a crowded it was, area. It was though. a couple. <sighs> What and you videotaped them? Yeah, you want to see it? Yeah, I want to see it. <laughs> you are such a hooligan. Turn the volume on. Oh my god. Okay, I'm pressing play. I have to. I don't know how things. Give work. me. Let me turn the volume. No, no. Is this TikTok shit? No, this is just. Okay. Turn on TikTok though. <laughs> Let me see this. this. Uh, He is the worst person. (laughs) That wasn't enough. That wasn't enough. I know. I didn't get that much saliva in my throat. Sam, play the audio on on the microphone. Oh, all right. Put it on the tip. <laughs> was it? Was that gay porn slowed down, or or, or Sam being a terrible human being, scaring people on the streets of San Francisco? I love it. People are like, we're gonna walk around. It's no one in the city. It's so romantic. Everyone's got their cameras out. They're sh- they're all shooting on film. But they you bring could... one roll of film with them, probably. Time to go to uh, Lombard and go down. We could be spreading it just by spitting on the sidewalk because we won't know for two weeks if we have it or not. What are you going to do? Like the sidewalk? Oh, yeah. Get it on your boots, put your boots on a chair, and lean back against the chair, take your coat off, touch the exact spot. Oh, uh, oh. No, your, <laughs> the pillow, the pillow on the couch. Yeah. yeah flip the pillow over. Yeah. Bam. And then fuck it. Fuck the pillow. Well, if also, I, you know. Don't fuck the pillow. Well, how long? Don't does, fart on the pillow. I'm gonna either. find out how long it lives on a surface. It lives for nine days. That's no. what I've heard. I've heard conflicting things. Nine days, and also what was the other one I heard? Who I think it's nine. Day. It's it obviously averages depending on the surface and the, and the coefficient of the surface. You know, surface coefficient. <laughs> Big words. You feel me, dog? Dude, they're listening. They're Who's listening? The coalescence of the zeitgeist, bro. Yeah. The the search engine was listening to us. The search engine was listening to us. Yeah. What did it add? What did it say? I just said, "How long?" Does Yay! The another viewer, another audience member. I'm like, "Oh my god, why are they? 
how long does the coronavirus you're, you're, and it said last on a surface oh my dear god uh you're listening to mutinyradio.fm we have aaron atkins on the phone from chicago donate to a hospital or us pancake is here sam is here i am here we are definitely maintaining distance, but Sam did rip a huge fart that I did not smell. So mm. the poo particles are in all of our mouths. Now. I don't smell it. I was lying down and my legs were spread well, open. You got so it was so it was such an airy fart. It like barely even Bart made Gardia. a it barely even made like a like one of those. If you listeners at home would like a set of the Smello Vision package from Mutiny Radio, just send it to our Venmo. Yeah, mutiny. What if you got Jardia? Jardia? Yeah, huh? What if you got Jardia from a fart, huh? What oh, then? like an airborne form of Jardia? You know, you could. Yeah, you that's could, an interesting concept. You could definitely get fart pink Jardia. eye. I think you could get pink eye from a fart for yeah, sure. My homie made his dog blind from farting on it so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. It's really mean, but the qua- the they quantity just kept farting on it, dude. Jesus. I've I always tried to write a joke, but it never worked. About. How much actual shit little sisters have eaten because their big brothers like, um, you know, Dutch oven them and gets, fart in their mouths. Yeah, and, but with the advent of ass eating, like, fart chart, yeah. fart, with the advent of ass eating, though, it's, it's a little sexual to shove your little sister's nose in your anus and then, you know, pull the trigger. Like, it's, it's just, it's like dry humping for ass eating. Wow. So it makes it kind of incestual. Before the days of ass eating... Like in the 80s and 90s, you could just ram your little sister's face directly <laughs> in between your ass cheeks. So much so that she couldn't even breathe. And then fill all the air that she could breathe just with fart. And then she inhales it because she has no other choice. She's going to suffocate. You know, and that's and that's how you end up in a mental hospital if you're a little, little sister. Little sister, yeah. But that's the question it really comes down to. How much actual shit do you eat if you're a if you're younger sibling? Okay, so coronavirus... Can survive on a surface for up to twenty four hours. Oh, all right. I don't. I don't believe any. Everything is. That fake was the New York Times. Oh, two hours ago. Okay. With a revision. All right. Maybe I'll believe it. God Probably not that bad. So this is this thing's a, this thing's a lot better than we thought. It's not just lurking. Lurking. Right, we can't talk about it. Juries though. don't like the word lurking. Oh, no, but, no. Our luring. cough. Luring. Luring or lurking. That's a sidebar. Our cough. Oh. Oh, jeez. Our cough will linger in the air aloft for six feet. 20 seconds. Just before it sinks. It's, if we coughed it into the air, particles into the oh, air. Oh, he left us. We lost him. I... We lost Aaron. We bored him. We bored him to death. We bored him. Sorry. Probably that maybe the ass eating. Ass eating. I can't believe I you weren't vibing with that, Aaron, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> never. I've never eaten ass. Maybe his girlfriend. There's all kinds of things that could have happened. Can I use a lifeline? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to make a poll on uh, Instagram and, and give him some options. And then I can call someone. I can uh, call you. No. <laughs> okay. I can call. We can call somebody. Yeah, you know, you can always plug into that external cord four too and play a phone call. Let's that see if some celebrities like. Oh, I, are you trying to get people to call in? Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. We don't have to. 
celebrities numbers leaked 2020 oh my god you want to call let's call keanu keanu reeves his number was just leaked (laughs) (laughs) you can plug it in i can't no i have a i have a google phone Oh, dead air. No, well, there's music. I can hear it. So it's behind us. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. Give us a call, 415-550-0511. We are live on the air. We are yeah, here maintaining social distancing. We're all being stand-up good. comics. You can be listening on our app. We've got a lot of fruit app, here, right? and you shouldn't come here. But, but you should citrus, call. Yep. 415-550-0511. But uh, yeah, we're a media outlet, so we're essential. So tell us why you're essential. What's essentially keeping you alive right now? Check the uh, the chats. Twitch? Chats? The what? The chats on Facebook. I don't have the chats. No, nothing's ding-dinged for me. Oh, it would ding-ding for you? Yeah. Nope. Nothing. Nothing? Um, yeah, Sha- Shane Kenny said, the line is busy. And it's like, well, Aaron Atkins was on. That's the thing about our landline. It only has one. Yeah, I mean, we have a landline. That's exciting for the apocalypse. We could call somebody I know, but I don't. Another ass blast. You can, Sam? if I mean, Sam, you make all your own choices as an adult. You can fart anywhere you want. Don't put the ass blast. I like I said, no sense of taste or smell, so can't. Even, I, I even conceptualize anymore. But farts used to be like, oh, it'll be so exciting if I get my sense of smell back. And the very first fart I smell, I'll be like, oh my god, I can smell something. <laughs> it'll be so exciting. You'll be already amazing. be smelling at that point. But life, the earth. Who knows when it comes back? Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. We're here. I wish I was more clear. That would make me cooler, probably. Um, you gonna fix your microphone, or are you just gonna keep it all however you want? You know, I have a problem with San Francisco. I feel like they just fill the the apartments with lights, and they they turn them on and off when they should be on and off make it look like the city's still full of people so no one's really no one's really there in some places yeah and then they just let people move out and they keep it looking like it's full and then they let the last person move out and then they can do whatever they want with the building um but that's still like working with like the the people in the land that they have lost me uh, developers that yeah. want to do something with the land, the property, the lot. I'm talking about Octavia and Market. They're gonna. Octavia Market. Yeah, you know that area. I feel th- there's yeah, still Christmas the lights up. Yeah. That's where the highway is. Yeah, the Christmas lights are still up in an apartment just off of Octavia on Market. And so. 
called? Why haven't they taken it down? It's, it's the it's the it's end nice. of February, the beginning of March. Yeah, I mean, one time I kept a um, I made a gingerbread house and I kept it until June, because it it didn't fall apart. It just got harder with it. It was so fun. I loved that gingerbread house. But that's on the inside of the house. It was on the inside of the house. Yes. You didn't have Christmas lights on on your windowsill. I suppose that leaving Christmas lights up is a waste of energy because there's no nece- there's no reason to have all that extra electricity going through anything, but mm-hmm. I don't know why why put them up and take them down. It seems like a lot of extra work for no reason. Well, you got to put oh, in Oh. You got to put in the effort. Look, he's just trying. He's trying so hard to get comfortable. You know what, Pam? I need to grow the largest work ethic anyone in my generation has ever had. You can do it. So I can be one of these fat cats up in the uh, ivory tower. You're off mic. (laughs) (laughs) Tell them what you said. Something about work ethic pills they sell at gas stations. Oh, for my uh, genitalia? No, for work ethic. For work ethic. They do that now? No way, dude. I think they also call it yerba mate. Is that five-hour energy? What is that? <laughs> um, let's take some some uh, photos for the gram with these masks on. Day two into the quarantine. Day two. Day two. Day two into the corona. I'm, I'm okay with that. We're here at Mutiny Radio. I'm not putting a mask on. Just for a photo? A not putting photo. a mask on. You can take one from the it's middle. It's symbolic for Pam. It's symbol. Yeah, it's, it's symbolic. Exactly. It's the, the symbolism of not giving in. You know when I got the, these masks? I bought them when there was a for fire. For $700. I bought them when there was a fire. Remember? Yeah, I do in Santa Rosa. There yeah. were two of them. There was one one year, and then there was another the another year. And you're like, why would there be two fires in Santa Rosa? And then you're like, oh, that maybe it has to do with PG&E. And then, yeah. But then they covered it up. Oh, well, PG&E has been paying enough for what they did with San Bruno. Well, PG&E is a monopoly, and I, I thought... What did they do with San Bruno? Can you talk into the mic? There was a... Um, there was an explosion, an underground explosion in San Bruno. Yeah, gas leak. A lot of people died. I think it was like 25, 50. I don't want to say. Yeah, we don't want to spread, spread fake news. At least 15, I think. And then the animals that may have lived in the houses. Oh. Yeah. But it was a sudden eruption. You know, it went up like a powder keg. So I believe it was, sorry, I believe it was uh, painless. PG&E, though, is a monopoly, and it's silly that we're allowed to have monopolies. Uh, What's wrong with you, Sam? Is his his back hurting? He's just going to, he's just going to moan. He's just going to do soft little bear sounds into the microphone, some new ASMR. It's like hibernation channel or something you know he's gonna make sexy bear sounds into a microphone (laughs) 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 gotta do it into the microphone for it to work 
need a liquid for this. <laughs> you want you want uh, some plastic water? Plastic water, bud. You hear it? It's afraid of all the the food running out. We gotta we gotta hoard here. Bring your. Don't come here. Call in four one five 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 zero zero five one one. Feel butter. Not on me, no. They were probably Why would I have butter on me? I guess you that's a fine question. Because you said to, <laughs> to have it last time. Yeah, I was supposed to. It's on my hand. I'm supposed to pick it up. And he brought it. He brought the bread himself. So he... he this is my bread from yesterday. You wouldn't know to bring oh, the butter today. Is that, is that my pot bread? Oh, that's exciting. That's really exciting. I'm going to open one of these three fortune cookies, and I'm going to see if it has anything to do with what's happening. No, right they now. all have the same fortune. They're from Bernicier. Oh. And they say, you have STD, get tested. Oh, jeez. <laughs> let him do it. Whoa. I'm sorry, I lifted suck. the veil. That was... Because then he would have opened one and it would be like, that's weird. I have an STD. Yeah, so that seems too. That seems too strange. Let me open another one. And Sam see needs to do stand up so badly that he's in the. And then he would open the second one. Created his own stage. He would open the second the one. Studios. He would open the second one. And be, I have an STD. Oh shit! Now it's really real. He's right. I would have described that exact scenario. He's created his own stage in the studio. He's got. He's got great lighting. He's even... chosen great lighting. Oh, let me take a picture. And he's of that. doing stand up. That seems that seems a little far fetched. Let me ask you guys a question. Have you ever you ever been walking, right? Tell me about it. Like walking down the street. Wait, it's not just about walking. And then you fart, right? And then you can't you can't get a sense of how your fart smelled because you're walking faster than your fart. So you turn back around, you start walking the other way to get a good sniff at it. You know, act like you forgot something. You pat in your palm. Oh, shit, what, what did I forget? But then you realize you walked too, too far past the <laughs> fart to even smell the fart in the first place. So you got to act like, oh, you I found it, what I was missing. Walk back in the other location. And then finally you can get a sniff, but it's all in vain because you've stirred up the air too much. <laughs> you know, you can't get the full smell profile. I mean, everyone else on the bus can get it, but, but you guys never <laughs> experienced that? I've been there. I've I, been miss, there. I miss I miss the man. smell. Yes. I miss the smell of my own farts very much. I do. I miss that. I will say. When they were meaty. Okay, I got Oh, you. I got a compliment. I got a compliment on your punchline of my joke. So I, it's officially switching. Sweet. Yeah. So thank you. You are officially in my set pancake. I'm officially a joke writer. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's in my set too. He gave me the tits thing. There's a couple things I used that you gave me. And the I don't think you ever use this, but when you you're like, when you tell a story about what would happen if you never got that baby aborted and he lived and he died at 17 of a heroin overdose, oh, right, 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 and you right. find some silver lining in it, the silver lining could be, he's an organ donor and I needed a new liver, so it ended up not working out oh, that you've bad. You've never told me that before. That's a really good Yeah, time. yeah, I told you that at, at uh, I remember. OMG. I remember him telling you that. I, was, I, was it back when I was still drinking? Yes. Yeah, you, you had an IPA. Oh, okay. So, and I wouldn't. Maybe I don't remember. I, did I not write it down? I'm such a jerk. You liked it at the time, I remember. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I do like that. I will you know, get my notebook and write it down. It's times like these. 17 year old, 17 year late term abortion. But it was an organ donor. Mm -hmm. I need a new liver. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
The, the island with Ewan McGregor. Can't say it that seriously though. I can say it anyway. Don't don't use it. your podcast voice. I can say it any way I want to say it, Sam. No, I, I think I'm taking over this bit. I think I'm gonna write it for you. Are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna take over the joke that I've already written and just mm-hmm. give me. But you, you probably just before read I the even started stand up, you wrote that. Oh, I wrote that 17 year late term abortion joke like five years ago, and I wasn't funny enough to make it work. And then two years ago, I just started being like. I was looking through old notebooks and I found that joke and I was like, holy fuck. And I, I was funny enough to make it funny and now it's it's thing. But now it just got a new tag, so thank you. Nice. Yeah. Joke workshop. I know. Even house. even even mm-hmm. I have things comedy. to learn. No, I have so many things to learn. I've been and I've been working harder lately, so these motherfuckers is gonna get stale out here. Not the bread, but the comedians. Yeah. Love the bay. Yeah, if they don't I'm in yeah. You know, three little lights. you know what I believe after this. I've been hearing so much that uh, that comedy is gonna die after, you know, during this whole uh, crisis that we're having. But I, I think it, it, we're gonna have a, a resurgence in our uh, entertainment. You know, uh, pe- people are gonna wanna go out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're gonna this. understand what they've been missing. They're gonna go to Disneyland. They're gonna go out to yeah, live sure. entertainment. They're going to... This is the year of the strip arts. Strip clubs, too. I can't believe strip that clubs. It's... They're staying open. A lot of strip clubs are actually staying open. Yeah. Because they're theaters. They're... Oh. Yeah. Oh, there's... What? I don't think... I don't think they they're... can't they stay open say, now. But a few days ago when they canceled bars, the, they they hadn't canceled theaters by that point. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. But now they... Mark Neuer pointed that out to me. Yeah. That's like the biggest place to start with. Closing down. No, no, I mean, not at all, because there's distance. <laughs> not there's, in a lap dance, there's not. No, not in a lap dance, but when they're on the stage, there's distance. Obviously, <laughs> you just have to shut down the lap dance. Imagine twerking on someone in a biohazard suit. <laughs> <laughs> right, show, me, show me that ass, and you got to move the biohazard suit where the face, the clear part See, of the face I is. I thought I needed stage time, but Sam really, really, <laughs> really, really needs it. He's like... He's like a little fiend. He's like a little, like a little heroin addict. He's... No. Were we talking about movie sing, theaters, live theaters, both live theater, movie All theater? All theaters now. Nobody. We're we're not supposed to group in like more than, at least what we learned that there was one country. They said five people. We're under five right now. We're fine. When did we? What did oh, we do? That's my that's my boy back now. Oh. That's Benny Bags of Shit. Okay, there he is. Hi. Hi, caller. You're Hello. on the air. Hello. Hey, Bags. This is this is yes, my friend Ben. Hello. Benny Bagnell from college. We were in the same fraternity together. This is the big reveal for the, for that I was in a fraternity. You're with, Benny. You're with me, Pam, the radio, the owner of this radio station, and Pancake. What's up, Pam? Hey, how you doing, Bags? His name is Bags. Yeah, yeah Bags yeah, of Shit. We called him. Call me Anatoly Karpov. You can call me Daddy Aoli. Daddy Aoli. Daddy Aoli was a real nickname. Daddy Aoli. You like mayonnaise? You're the main Uh, mayonnaise? Aoli is not mayonnaise. Yes, it is. It's homemade mayonnaise. It's a form of mayonnaise. It's a form of mayonnaise. It's got herbs and spices in it. He's the main mayonnaise. It's fancy. Sam, I'm interested. Are you allowed to say that you were in a fraternity, uh, being a a comedian in San Francisco? Oh, I've taken shit for it for certain. Is that kosher? Yeah, I've I've told a few people about the uh the the hot sauce and the balls, the ookie oh, cookie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, God, I, I feel like an ookie cookie might be even better than that. 
the, yeah. the hot sauce on the balls is a little, a little light, a little soft. Yeah, remember uh, I was telling you guys about that? True stories. Yeah. I didn't know that was hazing. I thought that was just... No oh, one's using the word hazing. It's just we were out. forced to put hot sauce on our nuts. <laughs> ah, that was just a Tuesday. Oh, no, you were in a pledge. No one they're is not, using the word hazing. And they're not saying any specific things, so they're not incriminating their brethren. So no worries. But you are, uh, thanks for calling in to MutinyRadio.fm in San Francisco. Where are you calling from? Of course. Uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia. Yeah. Wow. Windy City. <laughs> we had Chicago call yeah, earlier yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, close. Uh, what's up? What we got? I I was I was uh, the podcast. The podcast we're doing right about. now. The the theme of it is don't talk about coronavirus. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I don't need, I don't want to hear the word. I'm so sick of it already. Yeah, it, yeah. It's the only uh, disease that you can spread just by saying it. Yeah, right. <laughs> spreading the mind. The the the. Oh, man, that joke might go viral. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're just we're just hanging out here in the studio, keeping our social distance. Tell tell us anything other than we just we, anything other than the Lord Voldemort in the room. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I was gonna ask, are you guys six feet apart? But then I bit my tongue. We- um. Let's see. What have I been reading recently? Okay. So um. I recently had this thing, so my so I have my friend, right? So this this is someone related to the uh, to the whole coronavirus thing, but not really. Um, so he's shipping. So I have like a bunch of stuff in North Carolina. I have an apartment in North Carolina that I was living in. I had to relocate to here. So I have my buddy going to my apartment. He basically broke in by climbing through a second story window. Who was it? Um, which Why did nice. you break into your apartment? To, to like pack up some some of my clothes and stuff and, and ship it to me in North Carolina. Yeah, this was Bernstein. Oh, Jesus. You can't ask yeah. him to break into some how, place. Call the cops. How he climbed up into a second-story window is beyond me. It probably took him two um, hours like a sloth. Yeah, I mean, the, the saying that Jews can't climb, I guess, is not true. Um, I have heard that saying. I know, yeah, I've heard the that Jews saying. Jews can't thing. climb? It's a thing. I thought there's actually a plant called a climbing Jew. There's like a, isn't there? The climate, now you're just being <laughs> anti-semantic, that, 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 that's, that's an ironic <laughs> plan. That's a, that's a, that's a, yeah. Um, okay, sorry. Anyway. So your friend breaks into your house in a town that you're not to send you clothes? Yeah. Okay. On my request. On my request. I asked <laughs> him to do this. Um, which was fine. I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't catch any heat from my neighbors or anything. They didn't give me any shit. I can curse, right? That's yes, okay. you can Have swear. We're, we are FCC free, you dude. Can, you can fuck swear all day long. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, cool. Um, anyway, yeah, I didn't catch any shit from any of my neighbors, um, so that's good. Anyway, he, um, he has the gall, the, the absolute gall, to then send me a picture of him sitting on my couch, uh, bare naked, just bare ass, only a T-shirt on, sitting on my couch. Shirt cocking, and he thinks shirt cocking. And he thinks it's funny. He thinks it's funny. That is funny. That is funny. It's, it's kind of funny, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, I'm not going to be in that apartment for, I don't know, two, three months now. Who knows, right? Uh, and there's just going to be like, just just another man's bare ass. In yeah, his, it's going to fester. Couch. It's going to grow its own microbiome, and it's it's not, not going to recognize your bare ass is, the, the next time you do it. To, the dust is going to collect in the crevice that his that his. I, he didn't take didn't a shit bear. on your couch. He <laughs> might have farted on your couch. It's funny but, that you're mad about this. That's what's funny about it. I'm I am so upset. And the thing is, like, if I did it to someone else, it would be hysterical. But the fact that it was done unto me, 
uh, is is just is, is mortifying. What was so, so important about these clothes? Um, I just don't have any clothes. Oh, okay. I'm like back at my parents' house. And so oh, like, his favorite his favorite T-shirt from a basketball tournament in 2010 was missing. Well, I'm yeah, sure that, that that's, that's actually at his parents' house. Like that's where that's hidden. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't know Benny Bagnell. He's, no, I have He no, keeps them in the rotation. They are not on injured reserve. Well, Pam, you're not wrong. Those are kind of the only things I've been wearing. So right, that's the thing. When you go visit your parents' house and you don't have any of your own clothes, there's just all this stuff from like weird old years past, and you're like, oh my god, that what is? Why are you even keeping this kind of stuff? I don't know. I haven't. Yeah. I, I'm wearing like eighth grade graduation T-shirts and yeah. old gym class shorts. It's it's not fun. Right. So so now you're bags. You get you getting any pussy with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the eighth no, grade basketball I, I'm, shorts. No, I'm preparing for a dry streak for for the ages. Hey, you know there's a comic in San Francisco now that only goes by Will Brown because I introduced him as Will Brown one time. And it was his first. It was his first time doing comedy. It was comedy. his first time doing comedy. And I didn't know who the fuck he was, so I was like, eh, "It's Will Brown, everybody." And now his stage name is Will Brown. Every time he goes up, that's great. Yeah. Have you Have you learned his real name, or is he just no, Will Brown? No, literally no. He's Will Brown. Okay, that kind of scares me. This guy's trying to escape something. This guy committed a murder. No, he used no. to shoot gay porn. No, dead no, ass. No, he used to shoot gay porn. It, he um he actually right before the festival he was like gave me his real name and his contact info and he said if there's like a nerdy comedian who needs a place to stay I happen I happen to have two apartments right now and I can help the I can help a person out and so I um had have that contact I would I would shoot a gay porn with that guy for an apartment I don't have, right now you gave you me the me? look like why didn't you tell me I don't have to tell you everything <laughs> I can so convenient it's so convenient <laughs> you give me the <laughs> Like, I'll go gay. I'll do, I would go gay for an apartment in the city. Uh, we all make choices. That's How great. long? How long would you do? do like that? five minutes max. At but a I can time. make I can make another man come in five month? minutes. Five minutes a month? No, one time single offer, fixed cost, not a variable cost. You feel me on that eco- econ joke, bags? I got that. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> You'd only go gay for five minutes. That's that's not a very good like exchange though. Then. I'd also for once? the for that for then on I'd refer to myself as bisexual so I could get booked on shows. <laughs> See, now that's a good idea. That makes sense. I got mad at someone once because um, they were on an underwear show and I didn't feel like they were really wearing their underwear, and I was like, I wouldn't go on a gay show and say that I was gay. You have done that. I've seen you do that. Wait, what's an underwear show? Are when you, you only <laughs> perform in your underwear, and so a girl I was wearing. A girl was wearing a uh, bra underneath her, like, wife beater top, and she was wearing boxers. And I said, you are not – this is an underwear show, and you are not wearing underwear. I don't think that you should be able to perform. That's not fair. You should have to take off your T-shirt or take off the bra because it's just not fair. What's the idea behind that? You just, like, bear it all? You you tell jokes in your underwear. That's it. That's funny. I like that. <laughs> you confronted her on that? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. She actually has a Netflix special now, so. <laughs> anyway. That was. Oh, that was that was different. That's not a famous person. This is a person who's famous now, but I'm not going to name drop because I don't want to air my, I, my You don't want to plug them because they didn't wear their fucking boxers that time. <laughs> Fuck them. They don't deserve the extra fans. Oh, they already have enough. Uh, so what does your bags friend do? What do you do? He's in school. You tell him. 
Yeah, I'm still in school. Oh. Uh, I think I'm in year six now. So cool. I got I got like two more months, and uh, and then I'll be done. He's the last one uh, in our pledge class crossed. to graduate, besides me. I'm dead last in it. Ah. Right. Yeah, I think so. Did Bernie graduate? He did. The degree in being a fucking chode. <laughs> that uh, a, that's a that's a DC. I mean, I've heard of a BA, but a degree in chode. A, a degree DC? in chode, sure. BADC. ABC. Uh, <laughs> well, dude, wait. I think I just found some cross country skis that someone put out on the trash thing. I'm taking these. Forever, I found golf forever. clubs. I found golf clubs in San Francisco. A full set strewn about a street up in Pacific Heights. Someone had a bad morning. No, it was like it, it honestly. Fuck, it, it, I never played golf again. God damn it! It was either yeah, it was either that or but it bore the resemblance of like an, a girlfriend who had just found out her boyfriend was cheating on him, and she oh. just tossed the clubs out of the second story window. No. Tenderloin yard sale. And I took them. I took uh. the clubs. They're actually in here. They're in the studio. You're the one who. I thought the. I thought those that Zach Wiseman brought those. No, those, those are mine. your. You, yeah. That's a, that's your shit. You're leaving here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, sorry. Oh, that's your shit. Yeah, that's my shit. Yeah. Sam, watch out. Sam, watch out. He's like a parasite. Well, no, it's just that I hate it when people leave their shit in. in my place. It's and a good <laughs> spot. It was like tucked away. Uh, no, I, and so is it. And it's great when all kinds... You're going to thank you're, me when the zombies come, no, Pam, and we're bashing their fucking heads off with and I, that's what I was hoping iron. they were. That's what I was hoping they were there for. But when that's the thing is you're just one person. But what if some other one person goes, well, I'm going to store this here. And then some other one person says, I'm going to store this. Suddenly yeah, there's I'll, 10 one people all storing this. An answer. And ten people's shit is no good. Ten people's shit is ten free things for you. I don't want your free things. People give me books, and I'm like, I don't want these books. I go put them on the corner of the street. The those are good though. The the golf clubs are useful for the zombie apocalypse. I've been so leaving things here. here too. What'd you leave here? I, I I've been leaving dollar bills. Oh, dollar bills are great. There. Yes, please leave dollar bills. That's great. I uh, love that. Okay. That's uh, fine. I could take them back. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Don't take those back, please. Uh. So there we go. But so no he's going to graduate two months, huh? Mm-hmm. Even fingers with the, crossed. Fingers crossed. Well, I mean, the whole, are you going to graduate even with the the Voldemort? What's going around? Dude, I mean, I, I it it seems like uh, I don't know. Maybe it, they might do like a virtual thing, so I might have to make like a sim character, <laughs> walk him across the stage like a virtual stage. We'll see. Oh my! Oh, that'd be crazy if if it was virtual graduation. Dude, I wish. You could probably get a good I don't uh, go commencement speaker there. if they agreed to do it virtually. Right? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. could get you could get Tupac. You could get you, virtual Tupac. Yeah. To give yeah, your yeah. Like, commencement whoever speech. Whoever the gorillas are, let's just have the gorillas, the band. Oh, yeah. that's great. Or MF yeah. Doom yeah. bags. MF it's Doom. It's so funny because we're playing them in the background. And did you know Wait, that? Wait, MF Doom's a real person. So. Yeah, but he wears the mask all the time. Yeah. MF Doom and Dane. How, that, that's a that's a remix. There's a joke yeah. there somewhere. There's something there. Are you? Do you do stand up? Did was Sam funny in college? Uh, Sam was funny in college. Did he do? Um, did he do hooligan co- things? Did he break things for no reason and put stickers on constantly. things that he shouldn't? Constantly. He was making a constantly. scene at lots the of, restaurant. Lots of hijinks. Lots of there was a whole lot of hijinks going on for sure. Coughing and throwing up in front of strangers to oh, scare I them. Oh, I'll the send city. you this video, bags. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think you sent that to me earlier. Yeah, but now you can keep it forever. Okay, well, because you just like Snapchatted that. it earlier, so it only lasts for 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Did they give you the dirtiest look in the world? Oh, uh, their pants were shit, but I also got out of there pretty quickly because it was right outside of a drop. Like a- yesterday, yesterday somebody told me that coughing is like the new N-word, and I, and I, and I felt like that's very true. 
Yeah. I believe I, it. Yeah. In these times that we are living in. Yeah. Give you cough. <laughs> he mentioned it. Every time he met, anybody mentions it, I'm going to honk the horn. Do you have assignments to complete? Oh, is that what we're doing? Okay, I was wondering. Well, we are Pam now. I have horn. a horn. She I have... does it when there's one minute left and someone's set. Yeah, it's a thing because it's radio and we do stand-up and a lot of the programs I run are more learning-based. I honk a horn at a minute so people know what a minute feels like so they can't run. Because running the light is a huge problem for a beginning comedian and especially the first time they go up at the punchline if they run the light. It is going to be so long before they get up a second time. They do not want you to run the light on your first time. That's interesting. Have you cut people off like 15 seconds before they hit their line? I would never cut anybody off, but later I'll tell them, like, be like, lay, listen to your set and see how long you ran the light. Or it's just important to know what a minute feels like. Because a lot of people like hear the horn or they'll get the minute light and they'll just wrap it up really quickly and they'll do like 15 seconds. But it's like, and that just totally ruins a bit. Well, it can, or you just have to figure out. Like, I have a trick whenever I get the light, I, I know exactly what two jokes are a minute. Like, and I just close it out with those two jokes, and that's just the way I roll. But, you know, there's all kinds of – it's just sometimes the problem is that people want to end on a laugh. And if you don't know what joke you're going to end on and you have a minute left and you're trying to wrap something up and you're trying to make them laugh and they don't laugh, you want to end on a laugh, so you try to tell them something again to make them laugh. But now you're running the light and it gets like, oh, no, no. And you're like digging yourself a hole <laughs> that you can't get out of. See, okay, okay. Yeah. Anyways, I think I would just fart into the mic if I ever got into that situation. I panicked, and I was trying to end on a laugh. Fart, on, fart into the mic? Yeah. Yeah, you just rip one off real quick, and then there was get a girl who could chickles, queef, you know? there, there was a girl who could queef on command, and she used to do it at the brainwash, and she'd get up on the, she'd get up on the <laughs> counter, and she'd queef, and she'd put the microphone there, and she's like, that would be a thing. It was part of her set. It was very funny. Everybody knew her for it. And she died from it? No, there, you can't die from queefing. She Does just, she still do that act like five years later? Moved, well, she was only here for the summer because she was in school in, in New York, and I think she still lives in New York and still does comedy. She was out here again for a while, and she was doing shows with Zach Wiseman, but that he's kind of disappeared now too. So anyway, so what are you going to do after you graduate, Mr. Bags? I have zero plans. I was actually talking with Sam about that today. I'd like to come out west. I've, I've been on the East Coast my entire life. I'd like to switch things up a little bit. Yeah, he's thinking about coming to SF. We already got one. Harry's coming out here. He is. Yeah. He is. I, I, can't, our, I can't live with him. Seattle is also painful. West. Our, our, ex, our, ex mayor, our ex mayor who died said, um, hey, if you're not going to make $80,000, please don't move to San Francisco. That's what Ed Lee said. Ed Lee said <laughs> that. I'm not going to be making $80,000. Ed Lee said that, that um, about. Said that in like 2015. He said, "If you don't make eighty thousand dollars, please don't move to San Francisco. You can't afford to be here." What? Yeah, right. I know, and I'm living here for so much less. But yeah, it, it's really it's expensive here. Is the point? And who knows what's going to happen with the, the comedies? <laughs> no, with the thing I'm that he, um, he should not be named. Who yeah, knows what's going to yeah. happen? How can anybody make money? I. Uh, it was going to be all sorts of new industries that are going to pop up. Uh, streaming, Twitch, video games, yeah. all that jazz. But we're, de- we're definitely going to move in that direction, I think. And it's going to make people a lot more antisocial. And then when the, this whole thing's done with, they're going to be like, I kind of liked when I was at home all the time. It's going to turn into a big Black Mirror episode. Well, yeah, this well, is the beginning of um, it's the Wally already. Movie. 
This is like the pre-Wally, like before the Wally movie happens when the humans oh, are just 100%. starting. Oh, one hundred percent. I've already. I think I've already gained like twelve pounds because I'm just eating all day. Because you're just sitting. Yeah. Yeah, you just sit and eat. You have nothing else to do. You just bored, so you eat. Are you not going outside? Uh, well, actually, I'm outside right now. This is the first time I've been outside in two days. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Good for him. No. Are you playing any golf? Are the are the clubs still open? Ah. Uh, I, I'm sure they are. They should be because you definitely yeah, have social distance. Yeah, you distance. definitely have social distance <laughs> when you when you're playing, <laughs> especially if you're chipping them into the rough. It's a rich um, man's. You think you think, but people just aren't aren't smart, and everyone's bugging. So I don't know. Rushing. I'm to kind the of beaches. I'm kind of into the whole uh, uh, virus thing. I, I I've been saying for a while now we need to like. We need to. We need a good purge. I mean, this isn't like a new thought or just anything. Just thin the but... population out. Yeah, exactly. Just like if we out. just cut off like the oldest thirty percent. I don't know how old you guys are, but we just like slice off the top thirty percent. That's so good much for everyone. Shit. It would solve so well, much. Well, and shit. I was saying, I was saying, Sam, today that when everybody's parents die, a lot of people will be happy because they'll get so much money. They'll be inheriting houses and cars and. I mean, the stocks that they had are obviously in the shitter, but everything else they Those get after they die is pretty nice. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm screwed because my parents already sent a letter to me and said they reversed mortgaged everything so they could go on this uh, cruise to Greece for like a month and a half, which they already did, which was great. Oh, yeah. And good for them. Absolutely. I'm 100% down with that, that they reverse mortgage things. or like, And they were like, Pam, Pamela, you're not going to get anything. And I was like, yeah, 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 great. Spend all your money. You earned all your money. I don't fucking want your money. I'm a Marxist. I don't believe in passing things down from generation to generation. Fucking use it. Go to Greece. It's a fun place. So, but all the other people will be so stoked because all their people over 70 that had all the money and all the shit are going to be like, oh, look, I got a new Victorian home on fucking Folsom Street. You have no resentment towards these people? None? Uh, have you? How long have you been? Well, I have resentment toward everybody. <laughs> but that's cheating no, blindly, the way it's being dispensed. We don't know who's going to get hit, you know? This you know, not good. Not a good. weird, A weird thing that's fucking California's economy right now is the fact that if if your parents pass you down a house, you still pay the same property tax on it that then your that your parents did. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't like refresh. So if your parents bought a house in like 1990, you're paying 1990 property taxes and they give you that house if, even if it's in San Francisco or wherever, you still pay the 1990 property taxes. Isn't that If like, it's passed like, uh, down through parents, maybe not the 1990 property taxes but but well, I, no, but it's I, when you. I lock think you in, when you lock in your mortgage, you that's you. When they. That's when you do it. Well, it, then, but I think the rates are determined based on the original mortgage, and most like if your parents. Like Prop thirteen, that was a California thing. Prop thirteen made it so that the property taxes didn't go up at certain times in it. Yeah. Like to help all the people who already had. But it's fucked because California is generating like not as much property tax revenue as they could be. Right. I thought Prop thirteen was weed. No, that sixty nine. <laughs> I don't remember all the numbers, but I remember Prop 13 when I was little had something to do with property taxes. And, um, well, no, I just, rich, rich people passing things down to rich people, that's that's how everyone will be super happy and they'll have all that stuff. Yay. Those people aren't going to be affected by this thing. They're going to be indoors, locked in a hyperbolic bubble. Uh, no, um, not hyperbolic. <laughs> yeah, I like hyperbolic bubble. That's actually a good band name. Hyperbolic <laughs> bubble. <laughs> I like it. That's a good one. No, it was a it was a hyperbolic slip. Epo- echo bubble. 
hyperbolic echo chamber. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I like so that. So what are you going to do? You don't know. You have no idea what you're going to do after you get your big degree that you've worked on for six years. You have no. Yeah, I really have like zero plans. I don't know what I want to do. I don't really have any grand ambitions. Um, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to feel guilty about that, but you know, I'm just kind of, we'll figure it out. It's okay. You're, yeah. Like there's nothing, there's no burning desire of something that you're like, okay, this, this no, is ben. finally done. I want to do like. Oh, Benny Bagnell in, in college, Benny Bagnell in college had a startup called Espresso which was caffeinated peanut butter. <laughs> and he tried to get it in, to launch with, with, it was from an, yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah, well, it wasn't peanut butter. It was uh, <laughs> it, it was basically like caffeinated, uh, spreadable like dates. Dates. Um, so it was sweet. Yeah. So it was what? It was sweet, like dates. I gotcha. You know, it's supposed to be sweet, but it wasn't sweet. It tasted like shit, and that's why I didn't really oh. take off. When in college, um, when I didn't have money, we used to take coffee grounds and put it in vanilla yogurt and just eat it straight because we didn't have time to make actual coffee. So we did just, I get you buzzed? Did you get like? Yeah, absolutely. Because you're just eating coffee. <laughs> that's fucked. That does not seem like it's good for your stomach. No, of course not. But your you, got, you got caffeine and it worked out. Just just mixing stale milk and coffee grinds. Pan- nice. Pancake over here, Bags, wants to steal Tom Brady's poop because he wants to gain access to his microbiome. I like that plan. Yeah. That's, what I got. That's like right out of the movie Ted. They're Ted 2. Oh, really? Why? They steal, yeah. Did they steal they Tom Brady's poop? No, they steal his semen. Oh, oh yeah. that's like my joke. Yeah, Pam, Pam's Whoa. saying I was Whoa. saying that Tom Brady should have quit the Patriots long ago and just been... Jizzing into a cup so that we could make a billion like Tom a Brady's. Like a Derby horse, like Barbara. Yeah, yeah, exactly like, like fucking that. taking it and sending it out to all the women. Like, there's got to be the next president in that ball sack. There's some NASA scientist in there. There's probably a couple more football players. There's some. There's 30, definitely some thirty child molesters. Some supermodels, yeah. definitely a child molester or two. I mean, I just because you're talking kids. about just the <laughs> cross section of every Tom Brady baby. I mean, there's gonna be some weird shit in there. What's good with what's good with Brady leaving? What's your take on this? Well, I I, I hate Tom Brady with a, with a burning passion in everything New England sports. Um, so good is know. that it? Is it just gonna, good? I think he's gonna move out your way. I think he's gonna go to L.A. L.A. or SF? Um, is he... L.A. or Tampa Bay seem to be the two. What about the 49ers? Isn't he too old to keep playing, or is he already like a AI bot? He, I think it's more so that. I think he's just like indestructible at this point. He's not even a real person. He's like he's like a Tupac hologram. That's why nobody can t- can like sack him or whatever because he's not real. Yeah, every he's off not- season he just like blood dopes and then gets a new arm from some like <laughs> African child soldier and they beef it up and they put it on him and he's just a cyborg of all these bits and pieces. African child forever. soldiers do have very muscular arms. AK-47s oh, are a heavy weapon. Big AKs all day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Benny, if you don't have a commencement speech given to you at the end of all this, uh, you should lis- listen to um, Sunscreen, which is a commencement speech. Oh, yeah, speech. uh-huh, but above all, wear sunscreen. He talks yeah. about flossing, too, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, that's a, Who they, gave that? It's a, it's a fun little – they put music behind it, too. It's a very popular YouTube Listen to it at the end if you want. We're um, coming up next. I'm so excited that he's here at 8 o'clock. Is Bear T of Pop Off. He came to play music and um, keep media alive here at mutinyradio.fm. And for just a 
tell people timestamp. It's um, St. Patrick's Day, 317 2020. We're with Pancake, Sam Carroll, Mr. Bags on the phone. And we're rolling up heavy spliffs back. And uh, I'm Pam Benjamin. We're hanging out. And we're, we've been podcasting to try to not talk about that thing. And uh, yeah, keeping alive here at Media. Because we, we found out, we looked it up on the on the city. The city said it's okay for media outlets. We are essential. We're an essential business. We're an essential business. 